I'm Ben. I'm Evan. And I'm Cameron. Tonight on Dads with Cars, we talk about memorable drives that we've had as dads. We talk about bringing your wife with you in the car. And we answer some listener questions. Yeah, I, I want this on record. <laughs> so what were you saying, Cam? I said push it, Evan. No, what were you saying, Ben? Push it real good. Push it real good, yeah. Um, I said to Cameron that we are our best when we're having a good time. Yeah. I, and I actually think our ratings. We have ratings? All, all six of them. Oh, all my God. <laughs> no, the most popular episode still is Crash Champions. And right, we and were why, being pretty silly. In and that. why is it that? Why is that the highest? No, you could you could argue maybe it's just because it's the first one and it's the one everybody's listened to, or you could say, well, it's because you're having a fucking good time. Well, yeah. I mean, we kind of splashed it hard that night. Like it was, everybody was in it. Okay, so behind the scenes of Dads with Cars, <laughs> this is the behind the scenes episode. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is our bloopers reel. No, like since we're recording it, it's like. We were all in a terrible mood. That we was ha- a rough day. That, that was when you said, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, please. No, no, you go. Don't, I, I, don't I, start interrupting each other. <laughs> uh-huh. I, hate, I hate to speak yeah? for either of you, but I'm about to. Oh, my to. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you had a really rough day for good reason. You had you know, several things happen that day. And then you came over and you were like, I don't even fucking want to think about what, I don't even want to talk. Or, <laughs> Or something, you know, you were just like, and Fuck so this. he didn't. <laughs> but no, you did. You no, know, you were like, I don't want to prepare. I don't want to think about this. I, I don't did. want to have a yeah, schedule. Yeah. Let's just go fucking talk. And then that, that was kind of like, you know, where, where. Which episode are we talking about? This is Crash Champions. Is a it might have been Crash Champions. It was Crash yeah. Champions. Okay. And you want to know yeah. why Crash Champions was? It was we were all super raw. Like, I just got back from Crash Champions. Right. Yeah. Right. I thought you were going to say super high. You know no. what was great about it? Is we were all super high. Oh, my God. And I'm like, well. Yeah. No, I, and so I, I, I'm not going to blame the booze. I'm not. But definitely lightens everything up. Right? Yeah. No, and and we, have a, we have a giggle. And I think that that's, that's what entertainment is. So this was the point I made to Cameron. When we have a drink, th- that night when we've had a drink, and then we're having fun. Yeah, maybe as a coaster with the book. What? Come on. Who the hell are you? This is my place. This is your place? Live from the 88 in downtown (laughs) Downtown Go on, you and Cam were discussing... Live and direct. ...that people want to have fun or something like that. No, I'm just saying that when we've had a... When when we've done... When we've podcasted and we've talked and we've had a laugh and everybody's giggling and having a good time, it's... There's usually... sorry. Go go, go on. I just had to take a picture. What? Just the way... I'm on my chaise long. (laughs) Does, was this better? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm just trying to get comfortable. All right, we have a laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I find it better when I'm comfortable. As, as I think you should no do it. I think that's a good photo. Oh, you want me to keep my shoes on and put it up no, on, I on like your it couch? Like that. <laughs> um, Ben's I, clearly I, really exploring the studio space. <laughs> <laughs> this it's always better when the artist is comfortable. I'm just I, saying. Agreed. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that we need to be less serious and just have a fucking good time. And if that yeah. means you want to have a drink and let your hair down, like we, I think the very first time we ever did this, where you came, all three of us came away and we were like, this is like therapy. It's like free therapy, mm-hmm. right? So I want to do it. I want to have fun. I want to enjoy it. I want to look forward to it. Not that I don't. I'm just saying like, and then what comes out of it is fucking funny, you know? Awesome. I like that attitude. Sweet. I'm in. 
live from the 88. I'm Cameron. <laughs> I'm Evan. And I'm Ben. And we are dads with cars. Mm. Wait, you told them, you told everybody where we live. Where you've told, actually, you've told everybody where one of us lives. Oh, no. So here's the thing. If you, <laughs> you look can't at get all, in, though. If you look at all the buildings on this street, they're all the 88. Oh. Like the grad is the 88. The grad is, has the same address, yes. So I'm saying, but I don't know about the 88. Oh, it's God. just 88 San Carlos. Uh huh. Well, stop. Oh, talking. Now I gave the street. Ugh. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's God. not my street though. That's We're, a different street. Uh, just, that, that's like, a street where someone this, else. Lives. You know what's going to happen now? All the stalkers are going to come. Mm. The, we do have a huge following. Huge. Yeah, gigantic. <laughs> People like I'm going to go drop my Amazon packages off and go upstairs. Mm. Oh, great! Now they really know where it yeah, is. Yeah, because like the Amazon drop off really narrows it down. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I just need to say that I love the hot tub lights on the wall behind me. Yeah, I think that came from the sales center. Like, I would when they were selling so. units originally 14 years ago. Yeah, and. They just happened to have it in storage and thought they'd put it in here. And, nice. and it shows. It, it doesn't belong, in my opinion. When we start like live, live, live YouTube broadcasting, we should do it from here. And yeah, it, it would, should be like a would, zoom in it, on that. Yeah, and yeah. It would look out. like we know what we're doing if we were in here. The people would be like, whoa, look at this nice place. I don't think it can ever look like we know what we're doing. No, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> so um, one thing to tie off the 88 and maybe loop it closer to cars you store all of your cars here. So like in yeah. that episode where we're talking about what's in your garage, your garage is like legit. Yeah. It's like a, it's like below a us. public parking garage. Essentially. That's what I can't work on stuff, but I have spaces. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, you're, you're living the dream. You're storing all that and you're living downtown. Yeah. No, it's pretty cool. I, it, it's nice having three vehicles under one roof down in a downtown urban environment. It's I mean, cool. Yeah. You don't have to put down a metal ramp to get your car out of your nope. garage. Nope. And they're safe. Yeah, they're they're safe. I think. I mean, I've never had an issue in all the years. Oh, no, I mean, that's I, I should say they're secure and safe. Yeah, totally. And this is not to pan on on your stuff, but there's some okay. way higher end stuff down there. Oh yeah, there's some really nice. Cars. Oh yeah, there's like awesome cars down. Yeah, there. isn't a, there like a McLaren down there? There's and... a McLaren. There's a two R8s, Audi R8s. There's a Lamborghini. There's some sort of Ferrari under a cover. Huh. I don't know what it is. Maybe Ben can go down there and tell you what number Maybe. it is. I did not know that. Yeah, there's an RS5 convertible Ooh. Or that used, that used to be there. It? Same as yours. What color? Same as yours. Same, same it's as yours. Ben's it's like gray. Oh, I might, I, might know, gray. I think I met, well, I mean, how many that can there be? But I did meet send a guy. The, send the text. Well, it's, actually, I think I told you about him. He actually sadly passed away. But, oh, no. But Graham, and he's British, and he owns the RS5 oh. convertible. Mm. And he passed away? He passed away about a year and a half, two years ago. Oh. Maybe yep. you should send the text. Too many cigarettes. Don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. You on here, bro? You on here, bro? You on here? Um, that's, that's basically all the Facebook group is. You on here, you bro? On here, bro? There's an Audi Facebook group that I'm part of. Yes, it's that sad. And it's, what, what are people saying? Like, just trying to get someone else's attention? What the does most, that mean? The most common post in this Facebook group group is typically a picture of an Audi that's that a member of the group has taken while driving their Audi. I see. Got they it. put the picture in the post and then they just say Y O H B. Right. You on here, bro? Wow. I was like, Hey, I saw you. Are you on this group? Exactly. Are you here? Are we part of the same fraternity? Yeah. It's like on Reddit. They'll, you know, they'll have some guy in a, 
I don't know. Let's just say a regular old three series that's got the M3 mirrors and M3 bumper, and you know, mm. but it's clearly got the single exhaust and it's up, not an M3. Up badging. And same thing. People will say, "You on here, bro?" Like, yeah. like, like. I feel who, like who was this? Which one yeah, of you calling, was this? Calling them out. Yeah. Yeah. Which one of you? I y- feel like y- ben- y- Y-O-H-G as well. The on here girl. Oh yeah. Okay. I always get, I always gotcha. get worried about that one. Yeah. I. I feel like you got the you on here, bro, and had to answer in the affirmative at least once. Definitely at least once. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Someone yeah. spotted you. Yeah. 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 Nice. I mean, his car is pretty rare. What do you say to the you're on here, bro? You're like, like yeah, I'm on here, bro. Word. No, I, because you know, usually what it is, you can tell me from the uh, Porsche community and from the BMW community, but if I see another Audi in the wild, another, uh, especially like an S or an RS. And if there's somebody driving it, and you you know what they look like, they they're in, they're an enthusiast there, and they spot you right, and then there's usually a wave and that, that kind of stuff. Um, then subsequently, if you then get the hey, you on here, bro? It's just like oh yeah, we saw each other. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I can I get a kick out of it if yeah. someone spotted me. So, I think from the Porsche crowd. You don't get the you're on. I haven't gotten the you're you on here, bro. I get the hey man, I saw your car at usually in some state of disrepair, and then there's a photo. Really? Yeah, and it's the same thing with the BMWs. Like I don't know what's going on, but like every time I've had one of my cars being serviced around here, somebody has sent a photo. Like, dude, I saw your stuff at Motor Speed West. Really? That's weird. <laughs> with like no head on or whatever. And then even at where my car's at now, I got a photo the other day of like the motor sitting on the ground and the car in the air. And it was like, I'm over at FFR. I was nice. like, oh my God. But this is always people that you actually know. It's people I know. Because they're texting yeah. you this, right? But I'm always surprised that they're over somewhere where my car is. Like, what are you right. doing there? Right. You know? Oh, yeah. like, you know. Having this trimmed down on my car or whatever. They're on tour. Yeah. They're on Cam's Cars Tour. Well, so I, you know, if you pay the 275 bucks yeah. and you get the addresses of all the places that can fix your stuff, like it'll, obviously you're going to go there. You've paid the 275 bucks. It'll be a full day of entertainment for anyone visiting San, San Jose, California. So I, have a, I actually have a good Dads with Cars story with the Yon Here Bro. Well, well, at least like the, the Wave deal part of it. So I think it was like Saturday morning... I had the boys in the car. So we were, all three of us were in the car and we were driving to San Francisco and uh, on 280. And I saw up ahead, there was an S5 and, you know, kind of drive up next to them and you kind of give them a little wave. I look over and there's a dad with his son sitting in the front seat of the car. So I, I took off a little bit down the freeway and then he gave chase and then we kind of, overtook each other a couple of times yes. and, and like i was like i said to elwood i'll wind the window down and like say hi and it was just like a really cool like sure. dad, dads in cars moment saying hi to another fellow enthusiast it was fun i love to be able to do that i i find that no matter what car man if i if, if i see the same car on the road i automatically want to you know go up and at least see who's driving it but most of the time people completely ignore me or don't see me or, or oh, that's, play that's, the game, you know? That's legit new Porsche owner. Is, yeah, I mean, new, new Porsche owners, it's like, I'm the only person that's ever bought this car. <laughs> yep. And Like, I'm driving the exact same car, yep, and, and they like, won't give yep, me the time of day. They will not. They will not. I just want to be loved. Who are you, you imposter? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, they're literally like, you need to go away because I'm driving here right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I want everybody to look at me, not also be able to look at you. Yeah. It's yeah. always fun when I like roll up on the Cayman people, you know, and, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, sorry. Like, cool, but not this cool. <laughs> not GT4 cool? Not GT4 cool. And like when I got it right back from the detailer, we're pulling on the on-ramp, like a guy in a, I don't even think it was an S, like a relatively new Cayman. No, actually, same, same model as mine. Not an S. And he's coming on, he's in front of me, coming on the freeway. <laughs> it's just like, okay. It's there, come over to the left. And it's like, I'm not hanging out waiting for you. I'm just going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it's like, like your story. Dude gives chase. But will not look. It's like, come on, you know, like. Just let's, be friendly. Let's wave to yeah, each other. Like we're That's not it. we're not adversaries. Yeah, because yeah. I would destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> like you have your own little cute Cayman engine. I I, I don't, got nine eleven engine. I don't over race here. on the street. I admit much. I, I don't Liar. mind going fast by myself or with you guys, but like with random people in the street, I don't. And and there was one time when I was coming home from like Oak Ridge, and I was coming up. Santa Teresa about to get on 87 there, you know, where 87 picks up and it's like that big six lane yeah. road or eight yeah, yeah. lane road or whatever. And there's a Civic next to me <laughs> and I'm in the M3. I'm sorry, the 335i. Yeah. It's got, you've been in the car. It's fast. Yeah. And um, Karen's in the car. My daughter's in the back and he's like revving his engine and looking at me and I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm going di- to so dirt your ass. So instead of just backing off and taking my family home, I like got into this race with this guy and he totally took me. Clearly he's done something to his car, didn't was not tricked out, did not look tuned at all, and he like just took off. Not not huge, but he definitely beat me. Hmm. And I thought, why did you just do that? You know, you never know what you're up against. You got all wound up in it, the family's not happy now. And uh yeah, it made me look like a total wuss. I can never pull that well wife's in the car because she knows straight away she she's like no yeah i get <laughs> no, the, I, I get the arm yeah like don't even think that's actually good to hear because yeah my wife freaks you know but this particular time she didn't care she knew what i was about to do and she knows where we're going it's just a straight shot it's not like a to turn or anything and she let it go but normally yeah I'm getting, it's like driving with a CHP officer in the passenger seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty so, fun. So I'm curious about that. Ben, Lindsay, ever like take him? <laughs> oh, we're talking about in the car? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> no. No. Does she get pissed off at you if you give it to him or do you drive to her comfort level usually? Uh, well, I, yeah, I drive to whoever is, I drive to the comfort level for, for whoever is in the car normally. Um, that's why he never asks me anything and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. that, that took me until I was about 47, 48 years old to, so fig- like to figure week? out. Yeah. About <laughs> a little over a year ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I never quite dialed that one in until just now or re- I, uh, late recently. I mean, mean, like driving to my wife's comfort level. Oh, you're just like, F it. I'm doing what I want. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, as soon as she picks I'm up driving. her phone, I'm going do 85. Get, do you I'm, get the cold shoulder for that afterwards? Oh, are you kidding? There's been some serious discussion going on. Like, in why car. would you keep doing that? You, you tell me, man. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Stop doing that. Yeah. No, I just, I've got some problems. I've got some issues. 
But uh, anyway, I, there, I've gotten much there's, better. There's, there's usually, uh, I was going to, I'm just thinking about, I'm trying to think of an example of when this has happened. There's usually commentary. Okay. So we'll, we'll, pu- we'll pull up to a light or we'll be on the freeway and, you know, everybody else in the car is completely oblivious to a situation that is developing. Right. And we'll stop at the light and there'll be whatever car next to it. And I'll, on a, and it's clear from that. I've always thought about this, like how there's like car body language. Mm. Have you ever thought about that? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like instinctively, you know, like what a driver is going to do by how the car is moving or where it's positioned, how it's positioned in the lane or how it, I don't know what it is. Cause like some of it is like completely subliminal because there's no body language for a car. Nothing moves on it apart from the car itself. You could be taking into account things you see inside the Absolutely. The interior of the car, Absolutely. how the person's seated, what's going on in the car, you know. And I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't think it's like conscious. Right. Definitely not conscious. So, but you're aware of it. So you pull up at the light and, you know, we'll be sitting there waiting for the light and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> and Lindsay will be like, what? I'm like, this guy here. <laughs> this is going to be a problem. This is going like, <laughs> to be a problem. And she's like, what? I'm like, just watch what happens when the <laughs> light changes. <laughs> Sure enough, like the light changes and he like floors it and, and I'm like, okay, off you go. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's usually, I don't, I don't rise to that like with the family in the car. I don't really rise to that at all. Unless it's a Tesla. I will always take a Tesla. Nice. I take the bait every time. I'm just going <laughs> to. Teslas are tough though, realistically. Yeah. I mean, and they never straight line anyway. Yeah. And they never expect, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. The, the dream story would be, is the Tesla in a straight line totally schools you. And then there's a corner up ahead that you both have to take. Right. And when, by the time he gets around the corner, you know, me and the Porsche, whatever, you're a quarter mile down the road yep. and you're like, who's the douchebag now? Yeah. You know, I want to do, <laughs> I want to, like, any, anybody challenges you to a, a race in a Tesla. I'll be like, fine. Can I set the parameters for the race? And they'll be like, sure. I'm like, great. The race is 500 miles. through the mountains (laughs) first one to LA wins go (laughs) enjoy your rapid charging yeah Um, but but yeah there's definitely been some serious issues with wife and husband in in the car I think for everybody don't you think everybody deals with that yeah well now I do but when I first met Anna uh, I had a Mazda Speed 3 and one she put me in this situation where I had to get her to an appointment because she does medical things. And we had 15 minutes to get there and we were in our current neighborhood and we had to get to good Sam in like 15 minutes. So not an insignificant drive. And she was like, you do anything you need to do to get me there on time. And I was like, Okay, awesome. <laughs> I will take that challenge. And then, you know, every now and then we'd be somewhere. And you, like you said, Ben, you, you read the body language of the person next to you. And then the person sitting next to you in the car looks at you and says, what's going on? It's like, this guy wants a race. And she was like, take him. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was so cool until we had our kid. And then right. now it's just like. Your entire family's in the car. You're gonna kill us all. Yeah, it's like. Well, I mean, she that, said that to me yeah, once. We were driving. If that the happens. Ch- like so. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll all be, be dead. Yeah, we'll all be together. <laughs> Who that's dark. Yeah. What a badass way to go. Totally. I mean, the world's not getting any better, really. Like, what better way to go? Seriously. 
true? Uh, oh, no, this is a great question. Because I started out thinking about like the most memorable dads with cars drives. And of course, what is the most memorable, the most memorable dads with cars drive? So for me, four times, right? But and So you're thinking about like you, what reminded me, as you said, like medical, right? So mm. I'm like both drives to the hospital in labor mm. and then both drives home with kids. Mm. That, that, that's the, like, so obviously the first one is the first one, right? But that was the first like dad with dad in car mm. drive. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, I, I, I remember it vividly. Right, yeah. and that's so. That's why I'm. That's why I'm thinking about it because I remember it's like so clearly, with both of the boys, both driving to the hospital when my wife was in labor, and then that's like a whole, like I want to get there quickly, but I don't. I don't want it to be uncomfortable, kind of thing, kind of drive, right? Sure. So, so how do you like? How do you figure that out? Well, um, I would imagine that's one of the few times where you could kind of open it up and no one would say anything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, I'm. I think, yeah, both times were like <laughs> not during rush hour. So like the roads are pretty empty and it's a pretty short drive to the hospital from where we lived. And that was, that was fine. And then both drives home with like new baby in the car, yeah. which is like that drive home that you feel like you're driving at three miles an hour. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The first time. Yeah. The first time. I remember I, I had in the car, I was listening to um, Stairway to Heaven. Oh God. And that was char- the first song Charlie ever listened to. <laughs> At least outside of the womb. Yeah. Have you told her not to play that when she goes to Guitar Center? No, I didn't tell her yet. Well, there's rules. There's (laughs) rules. Don't do that. Um, We listened to uh, Peter Schilling, Major Tom, I'm Coming Home. Oh, perfect. With Auden because it was coming home. It all planned out. Yeah. I, I Quite by chance, it was on the radio. We didn't pick that song. It was just on the radio. Oh, perfect. Mm. Oh, wow. How serendipitous. Yeah, it was cool. Um, So I remember that night I was laying in bed. Karen was induced like that night around 5 p.m., but it didn't work. So around midnight, they sent us home. They were like, look, just go home. This isn't happening. Okay, we go home. I take a lorazepam because I'm like having a freaking panic attack. And uh, I'm out, I'm in bed, and Karen wakes me up at 3 a.m. And she's, you know, she's like, it's a go. Yep. We're going back. This is happening. So I look at her, I'm like, no. I'm like, no, it's not happening. You need to go. She said, you have to get up right now. But I was kind of out of it. You know, I said, you have to take an Uber. You know, you will take an Uber and I will meet you there. And then she kind of smacked me. You know, (laughs) she was just like, wake up. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, let's go. You know, and then I do remember also that combined with on our way home, I stopped in front of La Vix and I was like, I have to have a burrito right now. Oh, good for you. And she's like, who are you? You know, she's like, I'm the one that just, you know, or no, right after I had the burrito, I was like, I have to take a nap right now. What? Yeah. The wife's taking a shower, brand new baby, still in the car seat, sitting on the floor in the living room. And I'm like, I have to go to bed now. And yeah, I I changed very shortly after that. But that first day I was just like, yeah. I was, was a mess. It, why did you change? Was it the slap around the face? That helped. Yeah. The yelling, the incessant screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what was the car that you brought Charlie home in? Oh, great question. We had a, that's when I had the 996 Porsche. So we didn't take her home in that, but I did have it at the time. And Oh, no, it was right before. Wait, I can't remember. No, she was born. Oh. I picked her up in a 2009 
535i sport wagon. The serpentine oh, okay. belt the serpentine, eater. The <laughs> serpentine belt eater yeah. baby carrying yeah. machine. Sweet. Yeah. What a great car that was. That's, uh-huh. a, that's a good yeah, car. That's a good going a good home car. car. Oh, great going home yeah. car. I felt like the man. What about you, Cameron? Uh, what did I come home in? Yeah. 2010 Volkswagen GTI. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's what I thought. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. And it was, I was sad when we sold that car. Yeah, I had this really weird thing. So the Elwood came home in the the Audi A4 convertible. Yeah, not with the roof down, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the and I got and I, yeah. So I, that's the car I traded to get the RS5. Yeah, and I, it was the right time to do it. The car had pretty much reached the end of its life. Whereas at least it was going to cost a lot more money than the car was worth to keep it on the road. So it made sense to trade at that point. But I remember feeling really sad. Yeah, in that moment, because I was like, "Oh, that's the car that Elwood came home." Oh, in. Yeah. wow! Yeah, you held on to that. that yeah, that's cool. Yeah, try try trading in the car that your son came home in for a Q5. Oh, yeah, that's dark. That's dark. Utterly drivable. Utterly drivable. <laughs> I wonder what psychological repercussions that might have on the child. You know, none whatsoever. None. Well, none. Or you never wait, know. Wait, wait. Just no. being in a Q5 is that what you're asking? Yeah. No, just being like, like, God, <laughs> this thing smells. You know, what kind of car did you come home from the hospital? Oh, in? Well, yeah. you know. What kind of car? Do you know what kind of car you came home in from the hospital? Oh, I'm assuming it was a Porsche 356. <laughs> Sweet. Wow. <laughs> That's what car my dad had. Well, maybe I don't know though. There must have been another car. No. Nope. nope that was you it. Get a baby seat in the back of a 356. It had four mean? seats. Yeah. Yeah. Really? It's bench, just had like a, a 911. Had a bench seat in the back. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yep. Dude. Yeah. Is that why I like you so much? Maybe. That's crazy. What do you, do you, can you smell that on? Well, that's the thing. Like I said, <laughs> psychologically, there's something the, going the on there. Leather and the horsehair. That was uh, we've been through all the cars that, that like what my family had, but uh, it, before, and I don't think there was any other car at that. You know, when I was like born. Wow. They, they well, maybe they took the underground. Well, yes, I, I was born on Tottenham Court Road in London, so that's entirely possible. Hmm. But. So that wouldn't necessarily mean that that ought, I mean, that's the only car they had. So Can you find out? I can find out. But even if I didn't come home from the hospital in that car, that would have been the only car they would have had. So right. that would have been the first car, car I would have been, unless they took a taxi. You know and what we should do right now? We should call Daphne up. Yeah, let's do that. Except beep, for it's beep, like beep, 3 beep, in the morning. Three, it's 3.47 a.m. Hello? Hey, Daphne? <laughs> She's like the MG. <laughs> yeah, MG. Ben's mom just got a brand new... Electric MG. Yeah, all electric yep. MG. Yep. I didn't know that MG was still a manufacturer, much less making EVs. I mean, whoa. Well, I think we need to be really careful with whether or not they're actually making right. them. I don't think that I think they're putting their badge on it. Yeah. We were speaking earlier and saying the only thing that's MG about that car is the emblem. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it it now stands for like I don't know. Make something up in Chinese with an M and a G. Are you sure it's Chinese? I feel I'm like I'm pretty sure it's Chinese. For for some reason, I was thinking it was South Korean or something. Should I Google it. Google it because I, I I'm not sure either. I think maybe a Chinese company owns it, but they're being built in South Korea. They're definitely not being built in the UK. No, and that's that's weird. The lithium in the batteries is definitely not coming from the UK. That is true. I had to uh, I had to re- restrain myself. I'm very excited for my for my mom to be getting a new car. Sick. Pretty cool. Which I know it's great, and uh, we'd had many conversations about which electric car to go look at and which one to buy. So I 
I knew there was no point in having the conversation about like you shouldn't be buying an electric car, but there you go. And what's the range on something like that? So that was one of her key things. She wanted it to have like at least a 300 mile range, which it does. Wow. That's an ask. Mm-hmm. I mean, for an MG <laughs> electric vehicle, uh, you know, I think, seems any, I think any electric vehicle yeah. is a pretty, it's a pretty tall ask. That's like premium. What's up? What'd you find cam? It's made by the Shanghai automotive industry corporation. Well, there you go. Number that's, three. It's pretty Full chi- on Chinese. That's pretty Chinesey. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have a great number? Cool. Is it like a, like, you know, what Mercury was doing in the 80s? Is it like a MG XR4TI? Well, I'm assuming it has eights and fours in it, yes. I would hope it has eights and fours. I did see a thing on Chinese cars not too long ago, and it showed the, the wild names they have for cars when it comes to all the letters and numbers put together in seemingly random fashion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the B four five twenty eight twelve hundred. It's not random. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's really not random at it's all. It's like here's every number that's happening inside the engine I'm sure of this car. I'm sure it means lots of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, so here's uh, I just wanted to round out. So that's four drives that I remember vividly. Dad's and Dad's in car drive yep. that I remember vividly. The fifth drive. Which, looking back on it now, was kind of the most fun. <laughs> Although it wasn't fun at the time. Was when I was at work and I got the phone call from my wife. This was when Elwood, my first son, was four. He was like three or four. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go into the detail, but basically the, I got the phone call from my wife saying, there's a problem the paramedics are here. The, like the ambulance is here at the house kind of thing. So I literally dropped everything at work and got into the car. And I don't think I've ever managed to get home as quickly as I did that day. So it wasn't a fun drive at the time, but looking back on it, I was like, oh, that was kind of fun. I was really hauling ass back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, uh, I, I wanted to go backwards what did your parents bring you home in? I, I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. Maybe it was a Mercury of some description. I know that they had like a... Well, can you go and ask him? He's here, right? He's here. He's here. <laughs> I could just text him right now, yeah. I think it could have easily been like a late 60s, early 70s Mustang. Oh, cool. Because they did have one of those. Yeah. But he, they had several cars, um, not at the same time, but like that I've heard about. I, I really don't know. Huh. Yeah. What, what about you? Do, do you have any idea? Uh, white... Oh, well, he knows the color. Wow. Yeah. It was the last car that I actually remember them having and getting rid of. Do, do you remember actually the drive home? No. <laughs> it seems like you might, you're like. <laughs> they had a white, I think it was like a 70 Chevelle. Ah, lovely. Two door mm. with a olive green interior that felt like wetsuit material. <laughs> Neoprene. And it was bench seats. Front and rear. Wow. Was it was it pleather? No, it was some kind of weird meshy, like. I mean, it was pleather on the edges, but like the seat surface was uh, this weird, meshy material. Yeah, that's like the that's like the the like I just I don't think it is, but it reminds me of the material that was in the Ford Bronco that we had, mm. which was like like the stickiest plastic leather that you can possibly mm. imagine. And like when it was hot in that car, you, you literally you used to have to peel yourself off. Of it. Yeah, it was horrible. It's so gross. Nasty. 
that could have been the same stuff that was on my truck until I had it reupholstered. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that stuff was the original stuff from 76, was that truck? Yeah, that, that, that would have been about right. So so about, that, about the same time. Pretty similar stuff they would be using, yep. I, uh, I can only recall two drives that have mattered to me as a dad with a car or a dad in a car or being in a car. One was the last time I got pulled over, I was doing... 92 on 85 and Alex 85 was, is a highway. What yeah. was, what was the mile? What was the speed limit there? 65. So I'm doing 92. It's noon and I'm thinking I'm getting away with this. Cause what cop is out patrolling at noon on a like Wednesday and we needed to get home because we, I had to pick Alex up from San Jose. And at the time we lived in Menlo park and it was like, I've got to be home by this time because we had some appointment so I'm flying and get pulled over. And Alex is passed out in the back, thankfully. <laughs> and the cop is just reading me the riot act. Like, what do, what do you think you're doing? By the way, like, I can tell, like, all your windows are tinted. Like, you know, you're going to need to fix this. And he's just yelling at me. And finally, I was like, you know, I know I'm getting a ticket. I'm like hey, could you be quiet? Because like the baby's asleep in the back. And he's just like, oh, that's he's just looking at me like, are you the biggest fucking idiot on oh the planet? Oh my God, I love it. And I'm just like, good for you. Look, I need to get this guy home because we have somebody coming over, like a nutritionist was coming over. Um, And he's just like, yeah, I'll be right back. He could see the kid. Do you think? Do you think he, he did not know, like the windows in the back were all tinted. Oh, he didn't know. And he was tucked over to the corner and he was not paying attention to that until I said, Oh my God. Could gosh. you be quiet? Cause the baby's asleep. That'd be funny if you said that and there was no kid in the car. I, I mean, I don't think you're ever <laughs> looking like, for a cop uh, to give you more crap. Sir? <laughs> Cause you know, then I got the whole like, you know, as a new as a as a new father, you probably should like actually be driving the speed limit. Like, I know you're not trying to be, you know, you're trying to get home to not be late, but it isn't is it better a, to yeah. get home alive than to not get home at all? Like, uh. Yeah, it's even worse. Yeah, it's. Yeah. A, I mean, that's why they. That's why there's a massive population problem in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. The other uh, drive that I remember that will always stick in the back of my head. I was not driving. I was with my father and we were driving on what's the road that we, what was the road where we switched cars? Uh, Uvas. We were on Uvas. It's like 10 o'clock at night. He'd done some, some suspension changes and Steely Dan, the Aja was playing on eight track. Nice. Which never left the car nor the player the entire time he owned that car. Love it. And I remember saying to him, why are we driving back here and where are we going? And he simply said to me, we're driving on a back road because I want to know whether or not I'm like, whatever, whatever he'd done. And he explained it, but I was too young to understand. Whatever I've done makes the car better on back roads. <laughs> and I will always remember that because I was like, I don't really want to be back. Like, and I, I was bugging him. I was probably like five or six. Like, can we just go home? Like, what are we doing? No, I'm testing. Like, 
why are we driving so fast in the dark back here? <laughs> I think and that, that totally stuck with me. Like, yeah, that's what that you do. You. That probably helped shape you a little bit, I think. Yeah, that's what you do. So. I don't remember ever my dad or anybody driving fast with me as a passenger when I, when I was younger. When I was younger, my dad drove fast. And then by the time I became a teenager, I think he thought better of it because he figured he was setting a bad example. Yeah. Smart. I, was just, I was just thinking about that. Right. So I was, <laughs> no, seriously, I was thinking, <clears throat> what's it going to be like when like my boys are a little bit older and they go and hang out with their friends and go in their friends, like parents cars who I'm going to imagine don't drive like me. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like, they're going to be like, why is your, why is your dad drive so slowly? <laughs> oh, like when my dad drives around here, he goes really fast around this corner. Like they're going to say some oh, crap yeah. like that. They're yeah. going to get me in trouble. I know. Totally. I know it. Let it, let it be said, Ben. <clears throat> Elwood has never told me that I drive too slow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to say that about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. You could actually put any of our kids in a car and just haul ass with them and they wouldn't bat an eyelash. No, no. They, they, just, they would fall asleep yeah. or they would just right. be on their switch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, we, Dad, are we there yet? Yep. I think the great thing was when I drove Elwood home one time, he's like, my kid could care less. Like, he doesn't even remember what, what car he's in. Like, every single time, it's like, go get and, you know, insert car here. And he's like, which one's that? The silver one. Oh, okay. No right, like what kind of car is that? They're all Porsches. Like f off. <laughs> like what does he call the sixteen oh two? The unstable car. That, the unstable car. That's it. <laughs> um, but Elwood gets in, and he closes the door, and he's like, "There's no door handle." I'm like, <laughs> "No, there's not." <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, no, oh, yeah, my dad told it. It's because it weighs too much." <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, he's like touching everything. He's like. They're stitching on the dashboard. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> that nice. That's a good pickup. And he was like, like all into it. And then he's like, he's ru- he's rubbing your Alcantara. <laughs> I mean, he touched everything. He was like, oh, it's like, like, like the center console's leather. Yeah, yeah, center console's leather. He's like, it's so cool, but I feel so low. Like, how do I adjust the seat? I'm like, you don't. Oh no, you can't adjust the seat. <laughs> that weighs too much and as he well. He's just like, <laughs> what? You can't adjust the seat. Oh yeah, because he's be like, because that's what he loves in my car is like pressing the buttons to see. Like, there's no buttons. Yeah. Like, there's a big lever you can move closer. He's like, you can't lift the seat up. No, the seat doesn't go. Yeah, up. he hates that. He hates I, not being I, able I to hate see that. out. I also, yeah, he I also hated hate that. It. Yeah, he definitely hated that. He's at, he's currently really hating that he even though he can push the seat so, so that it gets really high, it's still not high enough so that when the sun is coming in the windshield and he's got the visor down, it still goes in his eyes. Yeah, he's he's like, why is the sun still going in my eyes? Yeah. There are certain times a day you just can't avoid that. Yeah, and he's like, he's like I, I, I keep saying to him, well, "Don't worry, you, when you get taller, it won't be an issue." Yeah, that's good times. Yeah, I've definitely taken you know a pick up Charlie from school at three o'clock and take her home and take a couple exit ramps, pretty stupid fast. And I look at her kind of with a goofy grin on my face, like that was awesome, huh? And she's just like looking out the window, like nothing happened, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. doesn't even register the fact that you know. Most people never go that fast in their whole lives. I will admit, anytime we go under a bridge or through a tunnel, 
I'll be like, okay, daddy's just going to be a child for a moment. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm usually the child right behind you at the same time. <laughs> and then of course my kid's like, why is it so loud? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> My youngest is, is always like, why is the window open, Daddy? I'm cold. It's like, it's just for a second. Door. <laughs> Karen has a thing where if she yawns in the car or anybody yawns in the car, you have to open the window. Uh-huh. To let the evil spirits out? Yeah, or? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Huh. It just irks her for whatever reason. Interesting. So, you know what I do? I just usually pop the sunroof, you know, just the tiny little angle part of it that pops up in the back. And that, that'll kind of signal... I'm going to yawn or, or maybe burp or, you know, whatever else might happen. Mm. But yeah, it's, that, that's a thing. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I will say like, I can take some fast corners with her in the car here and there, but I have to ask permission and I only do it when she's in the right frame of mind or in the right, you know, high speed, never, but going on mountain roads and taking some corners. Yeah. I can't do that. I can do that every now and again. I can't do that. Can't, do, then, what? can't do what? I'm not allowed to drive like I know how I'm how to drive with my significant other. It's just completely uh, not tolerated. Evan was saying Charlie though. No, no, no. Th- this was this was Karen. Oh, this was I, Karen. yeah. I, I switched back to the wife, but like just saying that I I can ask permission and say I'm going to take a few corners, okay? Oh, you know, okay. And, and she'll let me get yeah. into it for a couple corners. You know, I don't even bother. I'm just like, all right, we're doing the speed limit. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's a bummer. Every I, now and again, it's safer to be able to, you know, for me, I every now and again, I bump it up to 85 to get around somebody. Yep. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm in the, I caught myself in the wrong lane and there's people behind me and I yep. don't want to go 100. So I, you know, sometimes it's, it's safer to speed up a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, if, if Anna's driving, she drives like that in right. her car. Oh, maddening. And, and Anna's actually like a really good driver, which is the other thing that, that is surprising. I mean, it's not surprising that she's a good driver. It's surprising that she's a good driver. Anna's like, uh, we're all going to die. Like when I'm behind the wheel, I'm like, how many, how many cars have I lost? Yeah. It's like, you know, how, how many wrecks have we gotten into? None. It only takes one, though. None more wrecks. Well, so hey, what side, I did, what I did, side you on? what I did point out last time, Ben, was the last wreck that anybody's been in. Not, <laughs> <laughs> crash, crash champions. champions. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But uh, one cool car thing with with my wife that we hadn't done in a while, which was something early in our relationship. I like to go car shopping at night. I don't like to deal with dealerships. I don't like the guy coming out and introducing himself and following me around. I want to see what's on the lot on my own, and I don't want anybody there. So I usually go at night. You mean after they're closed at night? Yeah, like 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Wow, okay. Walk around the lot, you know. So we went to dinner, a little date night last Friday night, and uh, we're coming home, and I was like, I want to kill time because it feels weird to go home at like 8 o'clock. She's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to go car shopping. She's like, let's go car shopping. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't like a, oh, God. She's like, cool, let's go car shopping. But she knows that no one's there? Yeah. Okay. Like, she's she's done the nighttime (laughs) car shopping with me. You know, this is not a a foreign concept. I see. And so, you know, we, we, we get to the Porsche dealer. I don't know why everything revolves around Porsche. Because everything does. Well, yeah, largely. I'm striving for the, my other, other cars of Porsche. 
license plate. So we get there and, you know, we're walking around and she's like, so what, which one is this? Like, oh, that's the Macan. Which one's this? That's the Cayenne. That's the thing that we had as a rental car. And we're going back and forth. She's like, no, I want the small one. I'm like, okay, cool. And then it was like, oh, that's pretty. Like, what are we looking at? She's looking at like, I don't know what color green it is. Uh, I'll just make one up. It's, it's like lizard green or whatever, like the paint to sample color, like Porsche 911. She's like, I think you need that. <laughs> I was like, really? She's like, no. Like, can I sell what I have and get that? She's like, you can do whatever you want. She's like, I just think it's pretty, and you know, it's pretty cool. I was like, did I just get like the go-ahead to get a new... <laughs> a new 911 of course I didn't but um yeah we sat there for about 10-15 minutes talking about the virtues of all things Porsche and uh then she of course had to point out the fact that we really should drive across the street to the Toyota dealer since I'm getting a Toyota right <laughs> and she was like why don't you just go over there and look at it? You know, like we've, d- we've done the good stuff. Now go, go look at the Toyotas. And the first thing you thought is maybe they have a GR over there. Well, that, that's, that's, yeah. she was giving me crap. about. Does that. she really want a Toyota? No, she's giving me crap about the fact that I said, I like the Toyota Corolla GR. Gotcha. She's like, go get your Corolla. Nice. Look, we've looked at Porsche. <laughs> but was like, there one there? No, I, I, I mean, I didn't see one. Yeah. They seem like they're a bit rare, but I don't I, know. I don't think I've ever seen one on the street. Oddly, after I had to admit that I liked the Toyota, I texted my wife that. I was like, you know, you should actually consider this, like, because she's got an A3 uh, with a six-speed manual, so she will not drive an automatic car. I was like, you should go look at this Toyota GR. It's amazing. It's four-wheel drive and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, huh, funny that you mentioned that. And a photo comes back. No way. And it's... It's the GR. And I'm like, where's that? She's like, it's right in front of me. It's like, wow. amazing. What do you think? She's like, eh. Like, it's a Toyota. You know, that's the thing. Right Wait, when, right where, when, go ahead, please. Where was, it, where was it right in front of Was she at a dealership or was it just like on the street? She was uh, at a stop sign or oh, a stoplight. Like in, driving. In rural, not rural, in uh, suburban Virginia. Wow. So no offense to the GR, but I might have seen one. Or two on the road, but I don't know if I would have noticed. Mm-mm. I might have just been like, eh, yeah, something over there. You're like, oh, it's a Subaru WRX. Yeah, although I like WRX. I don't want one. I just like looking at them. I think they're pretty cool. Sweet. Mm. Can you hear me in the back? Someone name the movie. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Nothing? Is it Ferris Bueller? No. Jesus. (laughs) What is it? It's uh, Benicio Del Toro in Usual Suspects. Oh. Can you hear me in the back? Uh, Give me the fucking keys, you fucking cocksucker. (laughs) Give me the the keys. Give me the keys. (laughs) Give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. What What the fuck? What a fucking freak he was in that movie. (laughs) He's a freak in every movie. Just like that. He was gone. Yeah. He was cool as fuck in uh, uh, Sicario. Mm. Mm-hmm. Really good movie. God, he was good in that. I just watched that with uh, the wife not too long ago. Uh, yeah. Good flick. 
I gotta say, I, I've I, seen that a few times, but you know, I've always wanted a Kobayashi, like my own Kobayashi. I mean, just a guy that like takes care of business Fixes for you. Thing and yeah. he shows up in the uh, the X X yeah Jaguar yeah whatever yeah. If you pay me well enough, I would gladly attempt to be your Kobayashi. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Swing by Ben's, you're like, hello, Mr. Georgiades. I think what you've forgotten is that you ordered coffee from Chromatic. Here's the one pound bag. But when you ordered that, there were gun parts involved. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, do we want to answer a question? Sure. A question yeah. from, from a yeah, listener? Yeah, we got a question from a listener. What was the question? So the first part of it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys in all of your expensive cars. I am a parent. I like to drive, but I don't have a ton of cash. Like, what's what do you recommend? And and give some rationale, basically. Like, qualify your answer, basically. I guess my first question would be like, well, are, okay, are we talking $10,000 or are we talking $30,000? There was no number given. I think what the what the thing was, like, I don't have 100 grand to spend on a car. Of course. You know, think something practical because it's going to be my only car kind of a thing. What are you getting? Well, what would you say? Toyota Corolla GR. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's still... Upwards of fifty grand. Uh, yeah, I would imagine. Uh, okay, so that's a lot of bells, bells and whistles. Let's put some. Since you asked a good question, let's put some guardrails in into into it. I don't necessarily know that it needs to be new or used. Like I, I would, with the exception, actually, there isn't anything that I would choose to buy new. Correct. Like if I could get it used, I would buy it used. So I would say let's let's put a stipulation of used. Probably something less than two or three years old. Like you know, I mean, because you know this guy, it's like I can go back into the '90s repertoire and be like three thirty-five I. Well, that's the thing is I was picturing my car, which isn't worth more than ten grand, my three thirty-five I, and I'm like, well, if you buy that, fine, but when it breaks. Yeah, you're gonna have to come up with some more money. Yep, and yeah. it's gonna break. So I mean, I think so. Okay, that that's a good point. So that that won't work, I don't think. Well, yeah. So I mean, the response back probably would be, if you want something reliable, get something that's less than a few years old, less than three years old, and probably has less than thirty thousand miles on it. If you can find one with a warranty, get one with a warranty. Especially if it's going to be your only car. So I think those, like one, I would set it up that way. So dutiful listener, that's the playground you're playing in. All right, now cars. So what do you got? I know what I'm thinking. I've got a couple things in my mind. I think if you don't live in a, in a state where you have to worry about things like snow or a constant rain, I would probably go Volkswagen GTI. Yeah. That was one of the two things on my list. Nice job. Okay. What, what, what's your <laughs> other one? A Civic. 
The new Honda Civic? Like a Civic Sport, a couple years old. Yeah. It's kind of a nice car, yeah. I'd say. It does everything well. Looks looks reasonable. I, I'd be, if I'm concerned about money, I'm all about reliability. The, G, the GTI, in my opinion, is more fun to drive, though. And I think rationally reliable. Yeah. I've had a bunch. They're, yep. they're reliable. And not, not expensive to fix. No. Yep. Parts everywhere. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think the GTI is more fun. I would take that over a Civic, but there's something to be said about the reliability <sighs> okay. of a Honda. So here, let me, let me, well, one, Ben, what else you got? Or, or are you just like vagging it up? Well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, I mean, I, yes. All right. So I, I like both of the suggestions so far. I just, the, my practical hat gets put on at some point and I'm like, GTI, great, great answer. Uh, Civic, great answer. But if it's your only car, yep. and so it's going to be like a one car solution. So what does it need to do? It needs to haul the kids, right? Yep. Grocery. Yep. And, and plus more, right? It could be like lo- a lot more. So I, I, my concern is I, I just don't know if like GTI and Civic is going to be like big enough, right? Yeah, that's it's, fair. It's like it grocery getter, fine, but is it gonna is it gonna cope with a trip to Home Depot when you got to do shit in the house? Mm. That's that's what I'm. That's the road I'm going down. However, like my first thought was actually Jetta. Hmm. A bit bigger. Bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not. And, and certainly, I would agree with you. Not new. No. But but, but so but so like. Here's the, here's the here's my conflict the inner conflict that I'm that I'm sort of dealing with is yeah okay so it's holding the kids around you know for me it's like holding the kids and the dog around right uh, you know, and but re- replace dog with whatever else right you're a musician you you know your kids are doing soccer or they're doing whatever you got to haul stuff as well as kids and yep. groceries and trips to Home Depot and like whatever else you got to haul around but also you want that same vehicle to be I'm assuming the question comes from somebody who's like, yeah, I'm a dad, but I also enjoy driving. So it's got to be something that I'm actually going to get some like enjoyment that I could go by myself in and go driving in, which is yes. why the GTI is such a great answer. Yeah. yeah. From what I can tell, everybody that has so far listened to us is somebody that actually cares about driving. Right. So they're not like, give me the white goods item, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah. we're not talking about appliance, yeah. you know, automobile right. purchases, right? Right. Because right. I would certainly go like, I could also go like A3. Yeah, yeah, but all like all of these examples so far, they're all like front wheel drive, right? Yeah, yeah. So and again, like the purest of me would be like, well, if if I could find a solution that did all of that at a reasonable cost, but it was also like rear wheel drive, then I would then that would be that just like amps up the fun element for me when I'm in the car by myself. Okay, so I'll throw one out that meets that one. Uh. The Mercedes C300. Yeah. Probably not that much more expensive on a lease return than the GTI. Rear wheel drive, slightly bigger, like you were saying. Definitely still can haul kids, dog, whatever. Drop the back seats, skis, snowboards, whatever, golf clubs. And you're not getting a sheet of plywood back there, but you could definitely get a big old pile of two by fours in there. 2017 C300, five grand. What? Wow. Yep. No. Yeah. 
60,000 miles. 5,000 bucks? Yep. We should go buy that. Wow. All right. Well, actually, that's it's oh, zero bids. Um, oh. All right. So I was like 2015 C Class 369. See, I was thinking front wheel drive. I think when there's you first, a rear wheel drive. I know, but I'm just saying when you first mentioned it, you had said something about snow. No, I was saying if, if you weather. don't live in, in crappy see. weather. Because I think if you do live in crappy weather... Front-wheel drive, to me, in crappy weather is, is better. O- optimal. Yeah. And I, I mean, I would say if you live in really crappy weather for like a big chunk of the year... Get a Subaru. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a Subaru would be a reasonable choice. Are you talking about a four-door? Because this is a coupe. Four-door, I think, would be what most people would need. Well, when I was I thinking of the C300, I was thinking four-door. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, I don't know. So it looks like, you know, between 15 and 25. Which seems totally reasonable for that. Similar thing, though, if it does break. Um, Those are still pretty cheap to fix. Are they really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just assumed they'd be. I got a local guy. Mercedes Pay expensive. that 275 and I got a guy for you. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go get one right now. <laughs> I got to say, like, I've owned uh, three Mercedes. We had a C250. Which had a six-speed manual transmission, and I was like, we should never sell this car. Like, how rare is a Mercedes with a manual transmission in the U.S.? Then I had a ML500, which I maintain is the best SUV that that I've owned. What year was that? It was an 06. Yeah. And it was just unstoppable in, like... Anything. Yeah, those things are. It's a tank. It it was the last year where you could lock the diffs, like each of the diffs, like the front, the middle, and the rear. Right. And it had air suspension, which everybody warned me against, which did ultimately become one of the reasons why we got rid of it. Um, but it was the best car to drive in the snow. We definitely forged a stream (laughs) like not not by choice but we're like oh god we got to do this and you know ratchet up the air suspension lock all the diffs and just go for it right yeah uh definitely got it caught in the mud and it got itself out uh yeah it was amazing and then the last thing that i had was the c36 which May actually be the rarest car I've ever owned. And what year was that? That was a 1995. Mm. And it was the last of the completely handmade AMGs. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which kind of kicked off the whole AMG thing. But it was... I didn't get it when I bought it. I was like, I just don't understand this car. And the first time I got it out on the freeway... I was like right on top of a brand new Ford Mustang GT and he couldn't shake me. And I was like, now I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. I missed that car. So yeah, the Mercedes I think would be a solid choice. Like they're good all arounders. So I was going to go, um, wagon, right? Oh yeah. What was your, what was your BMW wagon? Uh, 
2009 535 so I as long riding. as you don't mind feeding it serpentine belts every now and again yeah <laughs> carry some extra in the back <laughs> yeah but like so that or like the a4 wagon or like an all road i mean all those, road yeah they're all like, roads are great yep you can get your hands on those for pretty inexpensive these yep. days too i really wish we bought one of those over the q5 what's the reliability like though on an all road the new I, ones well i'm not sure i know i had a friend you know in the range in the financial range of what you can afford yeah, I don't know if they're new or what, or newer, but well, so they have, I've they had have two like, friends that had all roads back in Colorado, and they had serious issues. Trans- yeah, that was probably issues. the A6 all road, the first one. Okay. And those were known to demolish turbos. Yeah, th- this was in like 04, yeah, 02, 02 the, to 04 yeah, maybe. The funniest is, thing is that the, I, I know, I've known a few people over the years that, that, that drive all roads, and I use that plural deliberately, because when you start talking... Talking, to, this is a bit like Subarus. Like you, when you talk to somebody that drives an all-road, they're likely to say to you, "Oh, well, this is my fourth one." Mm-hmm. Wow! And that's not that's not because they break; it's because they love them that much. They're right. like, "That's that's that's the car I just want to keep buying." I just you know, so I got a new one, or I you know replaced my old one with a newer one, like still secondhand, but I you know, so it has a very loyal fan base yeah. for yeah. sure. It's essentially like an S four, but just bigger, right? It's a very cool car. I, I remember a friend of mine lived in Genesee, which is just outside of Denver, like 20 minutes up on I-70 in the mountains. And it was dumping snow. We were coming back from snowboarding, and he was overconfident in that car. And he was, it was a great car, but nonetheless, it, snow is snow. I mean, you get six inches of fresh snow on the pavement. I don't care what you have. Physics is going to happen. Yep. And he just went way too fast coming to a, an intersection, coming off the exit ramp of the highway. And we just slid right off the other, went right through the intersection, slid off into the embankment. And we, we were able to get out of there. It was okay. But I was like, nothing. At that point, I thought if anything is going to break, it's not going to be this car. Not break, but I mean, break it loose. You know, get out of control, get sideways, anything. Yeah. And the all road, yeah, he lost it. But just coming in too hot, you still have to respect. I don't care how, what car it is. That is a giant steel machine rolling yeah, totally. down in snow. Come totally. on, all road is great, but which uh, that that I just was just reminded. Obviously, yeah, like you have at the high end, you got the, like the RS6, which is a wagon. I saw one the other day, about two <laughs> days ago. Beast, oh it? my god! <laughs> Talk about menacing. And there was a whole <laughs> bunch of rumors going around. It was like that Audi are teasing us that they were going to release the RS4 wagon mm. in the US, and they're not. Yeah, of course they're not. Yeah, we don't do well with wagons for some reason. No, but it's really unfortunate. But you still, but, but you SUV. see a lot of them. You can find them. But like there's a guy who has an A4 wagon on my street. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think the A4 wagon is, I don't know, at least the older ones. I feel like there's a decent amount of those. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're starting to fall apart now. Like they did really well for a long time, but you know we're like 20 years in. But the RS RS6 is available, right? I mean, you yep. can yeah, buy that you can get a new now, RS6, right? yeah. sure. You want to drop 160 grand? Yeah, you can get one. 160. Yeah, really. They, uh, I was thinking 110 or something for are some they reason. That's, uh, you'd be lucky to find one at that because wow. they're all optioned up. Okay, another question. What do we got? The other question that we got was of all of the cars that you've owned, what is the car that you most regret selling mm. and why? That's a tough one. Um, 
That's an easy one <clears throat> for me. It, uh, I, I already spoke about the A4 that I got rid of, which was the driving the kid home from the hospital carb, which I do regret, but not as much as I regret selling the MX-5 in the UK. Mm-hmm. And, and why? Um, it, it's rarity. Mm. Uh, I loved driving that car. Uh, I mean, I think anybody that's ever driven a, a, a Miata or an MX-5 just knows how well balanced that car is. Um, you know, looking back on it, I, I had to sell it for financial reasons. It wasn't a choice. So I regret it from that perspective because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have sold it out mm. of choice in, mm-hmm. in, in that, at that moment, but I didn't, I didn't really have any other choice. So I, 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 I was very sad that day and I miss it still. Mm. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. Evan? Um, I've settled on my 1987-16 Valve GTI, which was Great car. such a cool car. And <clears throat> I had it for eight years. At that point, that was easily the longest I had ever owned a single vehicle. And I just had so many great memories in that car. So mm. many friends mm-hmm. and people and women in, <laughs> in the car. You know, and it was, it's just such a nostalgic thing for me, that, that shape of that vehicle. Yeah. Whenever I see it on the road, it just brings back like college times and um, moving across the country in it. I left my, you know, home and went 2,000 miles away and never turned back. And it was in that car leaking oil the whole time. So it has some cool history. Yeah. I wish I never sold it, but, you know, like you said, you don't have a choice. Right. You know, at certain times in life, it's financial, it's space. Right. For me, it was both, you know, I had, I didn't have any money and I didn't have the space. So it's like, I can't keep two cars. Uh, I think I unloaded that thing for maybe a thousand bucks. The engine had some serious issues, Mm. but looking back, yeah, if I had the money, I wish I would have kept it. I mean, it was a great shell and today it would just be, it'd be great. I mean, I think tops today, that car be worth $30,000 in mint condition. Yeah. But, um, I just always love the look of that car. Yeah. The GTI. I think it's so cool. Is that, is that an MK2? Mark II, yeah. Mark II, yeah. Great car. Yeah. What about you, Cam? Uh, I had to think about this one, like when this question got posed in email. Um, is that because you just have so, had so many cars? <laughs> I've had a lot of, I'm going to own it. I've had a lot of cars, and I've had a lot of cars that I've truly loved. <clears throat> and I have regretted selling a bunch of them. So maybe I'll just go like my my top three. Um, the car that I think I so so number three also <laughs> like Evan is the Mark II GTI sixteen valve. Mine was a ninety one. Awesome. Uh, and I sold it to buy the sixteen oh two. That's the one you still have. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, it was my cousin's, so my cousin bought three of them, uh, one for each of his kids. And this one was the mint one that nobody wanted to cut up because the other ones all got like VR six motors. And we did a lot of work on my, my cousin still has his, uh, on his car and then they had this one that they didn't want to mess with, and I ended up buying it from them. So that one I miss. 
because uh, it was in pretty great shape when I sold it. And I sold it for nothing. I sold it for like 4500 bucks. Yeah. And probably like six months later, it was worth ten grand. Ah. And I didn't have women or whatever, but it was just every time I got in it, it just made you happy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's hard to, to replicate in yeah. a lot of cars. The next one I would say was my 2001 Audi TT. Sweet. Which was the 225. So six speed manual, 225 horsepower motor, obviously Quattro. It just did everything well. Yeah, man, I loved that gearbox. That's just yeah, the, all short, of it. the short throw gear shift. And yeah. It's so nice. And just like all of the little details in the interior were like so well thought out. And I read, uh, they gave me a book on the history of like the development of it, which I think I still have. Um, and what I really loved about that is the designers and the engineers came together to make the car. It was not a car that was designed and then watered down by engineering. Like they were like, we're going to figure out how to make this thing and it's going to be as cool as we can make it. Um, I, I was one of the first people to get one in Northern California. Like I was on the list, a bunch of people decided they didn't want it and I ended up going and getting it. And it just, it turned heads. Everybody always like I pulled up next to somebody in a nine eleven turbo and he was just like rolled down the window and was like, That thing's amazing. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> a great looking car. Um What color? Was it silver? It was silver. Yeah, it was like very, very typical yeah. Audi. But the number one car that I regret selling the most what a guess. The one you sold two weeks ago? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Ben, anything? I don't know. Honda S2000. Oh, I should have thought that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean. You always love that thing. I kind of want one now. Like, I was looking (laughs) at them, and I was just like, it's practical. It's indestructible. It is utterly indestructible. Utterly drivable. Utterly drivable. How can you say it's practical, though? A two-seater with an 8500 redline. It's no less practical than the boxer that I'm driving now is my daily. Okay. I guess it depends on what your definition of practical is. Well, I mean... I I always think like groceries and kids and stuff like that. Well, Ben knows. I I got a lot of groceries in that car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's only going to fit one other kid. Yeah. I only have one kid. (laughs) Yeah. Kids have friends, I discovered. Mm. Does does that thing have a trunk? Mm -hmm. It's got a small trunk in the back, It's a small trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I was able to get... A week's worth of pandemic groceries back there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then the question, why? Yeah, why Why was that hard to... Why do you regret selling that S2000 so much? I have never driven a car that is so easy to drive ridiculously fast. Hmm. And it was utterly, <laughs> utterly drivable and utterly predictable. You... No matter what happened, you could recover from whatever was going on, and it was, it was telepathic. It's like back in, swinging around, you know, th- throw it to the left to recover, and it was just like, yep, right back. That's a whole new dynamics for you. Awesome. I mean, there was no, no anything. 
I just, I mean, I mean, they just the Honda do such a great job of tuning the chassis to be to be that way. Yep, uh, better than like anybody else in that particular way. Yeah, and the transmission still to this day is the best shifting transmission I've ever driven. Yeah, like uh, you've uh, you've cited that as like I wish that the transmission in the GT4 felt, was that good. felt as good as the transmission yeah. in the S2000. Yeah, is that was that a six speed? Yeah, the S2000. Yeah. And I mean, it was on like totally rubbish, all season tires. And, you know, probably, I, I mean, with that particular car, I think I followed Ben more places or Ben followed me more places than anything that we've driven together. Like, I think we've got more miles, you and your RS5 and me in that car. Uh, I don't know. We did all of those rallies with the GT4. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe maybe what you're maybe what you're saying is that the those drives were more memorable. Well, I mean they were. Like <laughs> Yeah. Cuz what? Cuz we thought it was the end of the world. Well, there was that, but I mean even even before that like our first legit drives up 35 when you got your RS5. Yeah. Was me you either following me or me following you? Yeah, that's true. And you were you were figuring out how to drive the RS five, <clears throat> and I was behind you watching, you know, your braking and your line and all that. And then at times you were like, you just waved me through, and then you'd follow me. And I always was nervous about you following me because. Your car has double the amount of horsepower that that thing had. <laughs> also, double the weight. So, and and you know, I was always nervous about that because I'm like, oh god, you know, it's going to be so slow for Ben. And you know, those cars worked really well together. Like sure, that's true. That is true. Like we everywhere we went, like neither of us was ever like I was never in a place where, you know, I mean, unless we were on some like massive straight, but any of the back roads, we were largely together like it was not a oh i've got to go wait for cam because he can't keep up totally which is crazy because those cars are such opposites yeah, yeah. but i, I oh, we should gosh. we should look it up i bet you the power to weight is is, yeah. is in the same ballpark probably yeah i don't know such different animals yeah completely yeah but that that car is a car that i think about often i dig it which is surprising because you know I think I paid twenty two grand for that car, and I sold it for twenty four. Awesome, but and now it's worth thirty two. Yeah, I mean they're not totally unattainable. There's just less of them around that haven't been thrashed. Yep, or that have, don't have giant wings on the back, or have all of the fenders pulled off and look like an F one car. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of the moment where I'm like, I think I might have to sell this thing. Like my contemporaries or not. Yeah. My, pe was... my people are definitely not my people in this car. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, it was like, you know what? You could go anywhere, and you didn't, like, sure, the Honda people would come and talk to you, but, like, everybody else would come talk to you. It was like, yeah. oh, my God, like, do you love it? Yeah, I love it. It's, like, amazing, I, you know? I, I will, I'll own up to doing that. If I see somebody like stopped at Alice's or like on a on a drive, or you like pull, you know, you pull over, or even on the even on that rally, there was an S two thousand, and you just go up and you say, "Hey, is this an awesome car or what?" And there, and, and everybody that's driven one or owns one is like, "Yeah, man, it's it's just the best." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I, I, like a dad story, but uh, the 
the Mercedes 420 SEC that, that my dad had, that he, then he handed down to me, like he would stop people in the street. If he saw, if he saw somebody else driving that chassis Mercedes, he would literally stop them and go, I mean, this is the best car Mercedes ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. And of course, like either the, either the person driving the car was like a car person, they would go, oh yeah, yeah, no, you're totally right. Absolutely right. Or they would just look, if they're not a car person, they're just like driving a nice car. They'd be like, oh, please go away. Why, why are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs>